This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Tap that on the BetQL Network rolls on UFC 273 in Jacksonville tonight, which is the best city in Florida. Just messing with you, BT. BT's down in Miami. I'm in Someone who's obviously never been to Jacksonville. (laughs) Let's go to Vegas. Well, we're joined by a friend of the show, Nick Kalikas here. He's the risk supervisor at Circus Sportsbook. You can catch him on UFC Fight Pass. He's all over the place. Nick, I love this card, although there's a bunch of underdogs. I just don't know if there's a bunch of money to be won by those dogs. We'll get there in a second. First, when it comes to Hamzad Chemaev, Man, this guy's getting the push from the UFC. Are you a believer in Chemayev? I am a believer in Chemayev, man. This guy has been remarkable so far. I mean, barely getting touched in the octagon, dominating all his wins. I mean, the hype surrounding him coming into the UFC was something special, really. And now he's delivered. But this is definitely the ultimate step up in competition. We're going to really see what he's made about made of in this fight because of the competition level he's facing now with Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns is phenomenal. So he goes out there and does what he's been doing to Gilbert Burns. Wow. What are the things, uh, Nick, when it comes to the hype trains that you look for to really believe in somebody? Like we've been seeing, you know, Tom Aspinall just kind of went through this with the, the heavyweight division where he's been smoking everybody and he's got to take a guy on who's got a ton of experience. Like when you look at guys and, and think, hey, this guy's for real, he's going to take the step up even if he doesn't have the five-round experience or any of that stuff. How do you know that a guy's uh, you know, buzzsaw ability is for real? I mean, everything, even the background, like his training, you know, you try to take a, take a peek behind the curtain, so to speak, and see what's going on and see what his peers are also saying about him. And, and when everything's kind of lining up and adding up and then you see it visually take place in front of you with these little performances that he's had, I think it, it makes it legit. So that was a good mention with Aspinall. I think this guy is one of the most um, up-and-coming heavyweights that we've seen in a long time as far as prospects go. So that's a very good comparison right there. How is the money coming in early at Circus Sports? How do you expect it to come in late with all these – I mean, you want to talk about numbers. So Aljamain Sterling plus 360. You can get Korean Zombie at plus 540. We were just talking about Gilbert Burns. You can get him at plus 380. You expect to see a lot of underdog money. I do. We're going to get a lot of underdog straight bets. We're starting to see that come in with all three underdogs. Like you said, this is a, obviously a very awesome pay-per-view. The top three fights are just amazing, right? Two title fights. And then we just touched on the Chimaev and Burns, right? So all these dogs are very capable. I mean, you're not getting dogs that have no shot here. You're getting three quality underdogs that are honestly overpriced. Meaning the favorites are all juiced up a little bit too much, but the parlays are continuing to flow in on those favorite spots. So we got to protect the parlay action a little bit, but the straight bets make no mistake are going to continue to come in on the underdogs here because of the, quality of dogs that you get what about the idea like the uh the method that they would go win too because you think about maybe a guy like burns or a guy like sterling 
probably the only way they're going to go win is maybe if they go choke them out. Like, I don't know if they're going to go win striking matches with these guys. Is it, is it too risky to go in that regard? Or is that a little bit of a, a fun way to go about it too? The idea that, you know, if they're going to get it done, that's probably making these guys slip up and, and, and getting them uh, to tap out. Right. No, I do think that that's a real legit way to look at things as well, man. If, if you don't want to get too caught up in a, you know, using a lot of your bankroll, maybe just take a little stab at some of these props. Like you said, a, a lot of people are going to do so. Like you said, inside the distance for either Sterling or Burns or and any one of these guys, that's probably their best path to victory. Even the junk side of things, right? If he's going to beat Volkanovsky, I doubt it's on the scorecards. It's probably going to be by knockout or knockout, hit him, sub him type of thing, club and sub type of situation there for those guys. So if you're going to look at some of these big underdogs, why not just take a little bit of a bigger number and, and get uh, more value for your, your buck, so to speak, and, and take a prop instead. And again, I think if you're going to bet these dogs, you got to kind of bet them cautiously, so to speak. Talk with Nick Kalikas from Circus Sports here on Tapped Out. Let's get back to that Hamza Jamaya fight real quick. Are, are you surprised? I mean, five to one right now, like it's minus 490. Is that Way too much respect for Hamzad or not nearly enough respect for Gilbert Burns or a combination of both. Because that just the fact that Gilbert Burns fought for a title a year ago and now you can get four to one money on a guy that's only fought four times in the UFC, like the match just doesn't add up. Absolutely right. And, and you know what? Market wide, the original opener here, I think was minus 110 pick, right? So Everybody pounce on that number. Yeah, now you're looking at, like you said, upwards towards minus 500-ish or so, right? So that line obviously got bet up pretty good. And you know what? I, I hate to say it, but it's probably right. I mean, again, all these are overpriced a little bit, but I still think he's a solid favorite. I, th- I still think he wins this fight around 80% of the time. Again, I'm not taking anything away from Burns. I know how capable and dangerous he is, but the size factor for Chemayev is going to be a real factor here. If he gets Burns to the ground, a lot of people think Burns can submit him. I, I don't think that's the case if he gets top position. So it's all going to really factor in on how Chimaev approaches this fight. And then on the feet, we haven't seen a lot of Chimaev striking in the octagon. The, the knockout that he had over Mearshart, that was a thing of beauty, but it's kind of a lower end competition, right? I think on the feet, a lot of people are going to be surprised and impressed with Chimaev as well. I think he has the potential to possibly knock Burns out. So regardless of where this fight takes place, I think Chimaev's actually going to be okay here. So I do think it's justified him being a solid favorite. But again, as the play, price floats up minus 400, minus 500, you know, there's a certain point where it starts getting insane. And I think we're starting to see that sort of thing. What do you what do you think happens if Hamza loses? Like, is that it? The hype train over with? Um, I, it's going to get derailed quite a bit. I don't think it's over with. I think he could bounce back and, and kind of get everything back on track with a quality win um, at his next fight out if they match him correctly. But yeah, that hype train will definitely take a big dent. And I think the burn stock will definitely keep on rising and he'll get himself knocking on another title shot too. So it's a very important fight for Burns to get himself back in the mix, but not a good thing for honestly the UFC or Chimaev if he does lose this fight. And then what's the flip side of that? So if Hamzad wins, which he's supposed to, does that mean we get to see him next in a title fight versus Usman? Man, potentially, you know, maybe he's one fight away from that. Um, I'm not sure how they're going to match him, but if he beats Burns and does it in dominating fashion, like he's done in, in his past fights that we've seen so far, I, I don't think you can deny him, you know I mean? He's that good. And the interesting thing will be the line when it comes out mm-hmm. with that fight, right. With Usman and Jemayev, if he goes out here and knocks Burns out quickly, I mean, a lot of people are going to respect that. And that line is going to be close to a pick type of mm-hmm. matchup with Usman, which Usman, a lot of people believe right now is the pound for pound best fighter in the world. So Chemayev coming in out of nowhere, kind of making this noise and just performing at the high level that he has getting a comparable pick type of price. If this fight happens, That's amazing to me at this point. The rise has been phenomenal. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Uh, I'm kind of curious on your thoughts of, of Volkanovsky being as uh, a big a favorite as he is. I think he's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I like Volkanovsky, but... He is a champion who shows vulnerability in fights. I mean, a lot of people thought that he lost the Max Holloway fights, uh, and we saw what happened against Ortega, very close to going out in that fight. Korean Zombie is a dangerous guy, a little bit on the uh, the other side of it for sure. But do you think that Volkanovski is worthy of being that that heavy a favorite in a fight like this? We have him at circuit minus 660 right now. And hmm. we are starting to get some recre- re- recreational action back in on the dog, excuse me. Um, but we did have the best dog price as well. Our splits are just honestly, not to brag, but our splits are phenomenal. If you look at it, 660 plus 500, there's a lot of books out there that have minus 800 plus 500. So our splits right. are a little bit tighter. And we did have plus 525 that did draw some recre- recreational action. And we did drop the line a little bit in that point. But now we're still at minus 660. I do think the line's a little bit overinflated, but it's another situation where we got to kind of protect the favorite a little bit because I do think he's going to come through with a win here and the parlay action is going to be sick i mean all three of these guys are going to be heavy parlayed right favorite so we got to kind of look at that factor and, and the sure. straight bets and the parlays are going to kind of outweigh each other but i do agree i think junk man he very well could be a live dog here he's going to have some size he has the ability to finish fight on the feet or on the ground really i know a lot of people aren't really believing in a submission here because if ortega did not submit volkanovsky i think a lot of people are throwing the sub out the window but make no mistake junk has a sneaky good ground game as well so he has that potential but i think it's more of a club and up if he does win this fight sort of thing as well so John could very well be a live dog look let me just say this one of these dogs i think is going to probably play spoiler and hit right I, i'm it's hard to determine which one but i think there is going to be probably a parley buster with one of these big chalky favorites going down in the three main fights it just feels like they're all too good like the dogs you know like i, I get why the champions are where they are and and even hamza i get it but i just feel like this isn't it doesn't feel like they're warranted of being this lopsided, you know, like this is a UFC and this is, this is not like it almost, these are almost like boxing lines. We're kind of going to in some of these cases and right. it's UFC, like it's four ounce gloves. Somebody's going to slip up. It feels like it, uh, on this night. It's just, it's just interesting to figure out who, the, who that's going to be. Exactly. It's not that easy. If it was easy, we'd all be like right. billionaires, right? At, at picking these fights and bend these fights. And no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, obviously we all have an edge and we can get an edge and win these fights, but these three are very tough. Like you said, all three di- dogs could be live because the quality of underdogs, they are, they're all well-rounded. They're all deserving of this title shot. And honestly, if you take away the champion, I mean, these guys could be the challengers could be t- title holders right now. That's how good they are. So, I mean, it, it definitely is a crazy scene to look at these lines and look at the competitors on the other side of them and, and, not getting the respect they're getting for sure. Nick Kalikas, Brendan Tobin, Sean Levine talking a little fighting here on Tapped Out. Man, the more you guys talk about it, the more I'm thinking about playing these dogs. Like, <laughs> I'm thinking like, oh, well, Piotr Young didn't look great the first couple of rounds versus Sterling. Volkanovski, like BT said, against Ortega, like, he was about to get his head squeezed off for a second there. Chimaev, he's only been fighting, like, for a minute in the UFC. I don't know, maybe I'll play a couple of these dogs. You guys are talking me into it. Uh it's going to be a fun night. What's up? Just out of curiosity, what's fight night like this at Circus Sportsbook? Like, what's that atmosphere? Like? <laughs> well, I, I'm honestly pretty intense with things. Uh, we're getting so much handle because, again, we're pushing the limits literally uh, every week, it seems like. We're getting more action, more handle on all these UFC fights. So we're trying to kind of, you know, go out there and give the players and betters out there what they want. So we're increasing our limits as much as we possibly can all the time. So some of these bets that are coming in at Circa is crazy at times. And, you know, you could be – 
looking at one way right before the fight goes off and then get a huge bet that comes in the other way and kind of changes your decision right before post as well. So it's pretty intense. It's pretty insane, but it's fun, man. I love having these big decisions and I love the way we're kind of booking the action at circus been going pretty well. Is it, do you find it Nick an interesting night? Like you mentioned the parlay on this type of thing. Is this a night where you feel like a lot of people are going to kind of ride with that because of the theme of the night? Like it does feel like it's a very theme top three fights of, of, you know, heavy favorite versus a pretty sizable underdog. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they're going to look to parlay these guys any way they can, you know, multiple sport parlays as well. So we're going to see Volkanovsky come in. These three guys parlayed with a basketball NBA game or something. It's going to happen for sure. So, yeah, a lot of people are going to lean on the favorites. And a lot of people, though, they're going to be hedging back on the dog straight, though. You know that as well. So the people that know the game and know how, you know, sports betting goes, a lot of people, I think, are going to have all these parlays tied into a lot of crazy things. And then they're probably going to take a couple straight bets back to hedge a little bit on some of these underdogs just in case craziness does ensue. Yeah, we call it the Sean Levine. We call it the Sean Levine special, betting on both sides. <laughs> both sides, baby. Switzerland's hit the fence. Nikolik uh, is joining us here from Circus Sports. So I know that I can't directly ask you, you know, you know, which guy do you like is going to win the fight. So I'll try to be clip clever with this. Of the three underdogs that we're talking about, which one would you be the most surprised if he ends up pulling off the underdog? There, I tried. The most surprised with? Yeah. Out of these it, three? Yeah. You know what? It's probably Burns. How crazy is that? Mm, but it's probably really? Robert Burns, yeah. That's I think that Jung and Sterling both have a better shot at beating their opponents than uh, Gilbert Burns does, Shemayev. I know that's it's a big, crazy. It, it's a big size difference. Like, you saw, like, I don't know if you saw the interaction this week with them both, yeah. but, like, you know, Burns is a guy who came up to welterweight, and, you know, Shemayev is a guy who's, I don't know how long he's going to be at welterweight. So that's right. one of the things that's interesting with these guys. Is it, it, you looked at them both, you're like, uh, Gilbert's, Gilbert's a badass. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of his. He trains down here in South Florida, but I don't know, man. It looks like he, they, like they picked. I feel like in a lot of ways the right, the right kind of matchup. Like they know he's credible, but I think they also feel like they got a guy who's got a bit of an advantage against them. Yeah, absolutely. And, and man, I, I think the future is so bright for Jamaif. If he does end up winning that welterweight strap, that's a big if. Because again, I don't want to discredit Usman at all and what he's done as of late. But if he gets that title opportunity and does end up winning that fight, I think we will see him eventually move up to middleweight and, and take on Izzy. This we could be seeing a legit two. Uh, title holder, two division title holder in Shemayev. Again, no, not disrespecting Izzy as well, but if there's a kryptonite to Izzy's game at the next level at 185 pounds, it's been his wrestling, right? And who does it better than Shemayev right now as we've seen? So that would be an intriguing fight. I mean, we could potentially be seeing a double division champion in Shemayev. Do you have any um, a reference as far as like when a guy has a hype train going, like a guy like Shemayev, do you see the action just get crazy on, on somebody like that? Like whether it be a Connor or a Patty Pimblett or whomever, whoever the next big thing is like, do you know when that, that kind of buzz is like, wow, people are really into betting on this guy. You can see that the backing is getting, is getting very strong for a guy like this. His star power is rising. Yeah, Let me piggyback on that real quick. Are, are you sure. seeing more action on this Jamaya fight than the other ones? Cause it feels like, like BT was saying, like it's not the main event, but it's the one that we're looking forward to the most. Oh, good. I'm glad you guys brought that up because we are. This is out of the three fights. I mean, we are receiving the most action, the most two-way action as well on this fight because we did get some straight bets on Chamaya. They weren't afraid to lay that. I didn't open minus 110. I said the market did kind of got bet up there, right? So we opened at a higher number, but we still got action on that side. So there is two-way straight action on the Chamaya Burns fight, along with the parlays, of course, coming in Chamaya as well. So we are getting more action, more handle on this fight than the other two. And the other two are for belts, obviously. So yeah, that's how his popularity has gotten there. And to to make the other point, I, I do think Chamaya's already kind of got there. And if again, if he we, wins this fight, 
his popularity is just going to go to another level. So there's certain fighters like the John Joneses out there, like Anderson Silva at one point, like the GSPs, that people just thought they were automatic locks. And no matter what, you had to overprice them because they're probably going to come away with a win and everybody's going to be on them. I think Shemayev has already reached that point and he's not even a champion yet. And we have, we've only seen a small sample size. So imagine if he continues to win, it's going to be ridiculous. Love talking numbers with you. Nick Kalikas, risk supervisor at Circus Sports out there in Las Vegas, downtown Fremont Street. Also, you can catch him all over UFC Fight Pass. Nick, we'll catch up soon. Thanks again, man. Hey, no problem at all. It was fun coming on. You guys enjoy your weekend and good luck with the fights. Have fun, Thank man. You. Thank you.